Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. Deserve. You deserve the glory and the honor. And the honor. Lord, we love you, say, Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we praise your holy Oh, 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 oh,
faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. <laughs> you do glory. You're the faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name, you want to declare it. Your name, your name, your name is
He is our personal Savior to you and to me. Thank God. Thank God we have a loving God. Thank, we, thank God we have a very personal God. Thank God that he's involved in our life and that he lives within us. Hallelujah to his name. He is worthy. Worthy of all praise and glory. And that he keeps his word and he keeps his promises. And hallelujah. As I celebrate and I tell you all tonight, this is my spiritual birthday. All glory to Jesus. That 44 years ago, about this same time really, I gave my life to the Lord. I know I needed him because everything about my life was falling apart. Family. Job was job was going sort of up and down. So-called friends. Everything like that. And it was not really good overall. Or there was really no reason or hope to live. Thank God for the godly prayers of my grandmother and my aunts and my uncles. Thank God they had concern for me and my family. Very grateful for each one of them. And that it moved upon me. There's got to be more to life than this. And I cried out to Jesus. And the Holy Spirit showed up and brought me to my knees. In the kind of days we live, wasn't even, you know, family was going to church or anything. I was listening to uh, Rex Humbar on TV. And he was talking about the Lord, that he was looking for the lost sheep. It's gone full circle now. Behind me, what I was given at Christmas time is a beautiful photo of the lamb that was lost and muddy and dirty, scared and wet. And there comes the shepherd running. And he shows a picture of Jesus coming after the one little lamb. Even though he had many in the fold, 99, there was still one lost. That's why he hadn't come yet. He's still looking for the lost, looking for the lost sheep. Praise God. Even this week, I got another email. The artist has updated it as it goes through the scripture of talking about he finding the little lamb, and he's wiping it off with his cloth, and then he puts it around his neck. And he tells the people, that I have found the lamb and that the people rejoice because he has found the lost lamb. He said it's like the angels in heaven that rejoice over one sinner that repents and comes back. So glory to God. It's exciting. And it's real. Because I've been walking this life for 44 years. Now, not everything was on the mountaintop. I've had valleys, 
I've had times of walking away. I've had hurt and pain, gone through, you know, relationship problems and everything. But the Lord has been there. He's been with me through it all. I'm very grateful where he has me now. I'm very grateful what he's done in our families, me and my wife, this Brenda's families, and how he's blessed us, how he's watched over us and our children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren. And these days we live are very grateful we have this time. That he has raised us up for such a time as this to serve and honor him. Here at the Lord's Hour, he called us back in 2014. So we've been serving the Lord starting to go on 10 years now. Praise his name. In that, he's opened other doors. As many of you know, I have a ministry at YouTube, John 1717. Buddy, I'll put that. I mean, the, the people just know my name, nothing about me. I'm just a humble servant, but makes them understand that there's somebody behind John 1717 ministry. But it's a scripture the Lord gave me that said, as he told, ask the Father in prayer to sanctify them in truth. And the Father has moved me to share the truth of his word so people can be sanctified. In the Son, the living Word of God, Jesus is alive. The Word of God is alive, sharper than any two-edged sword that will pierce your, your innards and your heart and change your life because he loves you and he knows what you're dealing with, what you're going through, and who we are without him. He would have none perish, but all come to repent. Turn from this world. Turn from your flesh. Turn from sin. Lifestyle of it. And turn to the living God. The one who's victorious over the one who brings sin. That would be Satan. And the kind of nature and character that you have, that has to be dealt with. And he did. Poured out his life and blood for each one of us. Because he loves us so much. I rejoice that he's raised us up, and that we've grown and matured. And understand this life and everything in it is very serious about between good and evil, between light and darkness, between wickedness and righteousness, and between life God's life, eternal life, and death. It's real. And this is no time to be playing games with God. It is time to get right with him and have a relationship with him so that you'll be able to go to heaven because you can't do it without Jesus. He made a way where there is no way. There was no way. It has to be faith alone in Christ and born again by the Spirit. The people need to know the truth and apply it to their life. And thank God, many has heard, many have heard, many of us have heard and believed. Many of it has been shown and believed. And what does that belief mean? It means to trust. It means to hang on tight. 
It means to come to know him personally, just like the disciples did, just like all the other people that was around him. That's the kind of relationship the Lord wants with you. It is amazing. You really don't have to have a church building to have a church. You are the temple of the living God. Now, I can tell you clearly, you need brothers and sisters. You need fellowship. And I pray there's a place near you that you can that's teaching the truth of the word, filled with the spirit, and acts like a godly family, and you're part of it. Well, here at the Lord's Hour, we are family. We've been going along. Oh, he's probably the longest have been here, but there's Sis Estrella, and she had a birthday. It's a happy birthday to her, and Sis Carla, and other people, uh, Sis Jeanette that serves here, and me, and others. We thank God for each one, and we pray for each one of them, their families, that God put it on my heart, and I've been praying. But it's exciting what God is showing as he's leading most of us to be pointing to the end time. And as I've been sharing about the day of Christ at John 17, 17 ministry, and now we're at the day of the Lord and what that entails. And now we're in the, the last book, and it really tells you what's coming because of rejecting the son of the living God and your personal savior. Anybody in the world that disregards him, rejects him, think they have no they know better. Or they have the attitude of the devil, pride, self righteousness. And you can't be righteous without Jesus. It'll never meet God's standard. And you don't want to stay there because you will be left behind. Only those who believe in Jesus come humbly and believe in Jesus and born again by the Spirit. That's who he's coming for. He's coming for those who love him because he first loved us before we ever thought about loving him. But he has shown his love. Not like anybody else at all. You know, today, it's amazing what God shows. We we was watching a, well, not really an older, it came out really in, I think, 2001, but it's called Judgment, and it's with uh Corbin Burstein, uh, Burstein, Burstein, or not, not Burstein, but Benson, Corbin Benson, yes, I think it is, and he was in it, and others, and it was talking about, like, putting uh, one of the leading Christians in that time of the tribulation on trial, and then Corbin having a uh, father that was a minister, and he was, he was searching, and he was one answers, and he knew something was off by, you know, the one that was the, the you know, the they, they called him Messiah, but uh, he was the beast or Antichrist. And, he, and they were trying to act just like that they just, you know, like this, as Isaiah says, that you call good evil and evil good. And uh, he was just trying to, you know, mimic Christ and in, in misleading, deceiving people. As he said, what was truth was lies. But anyway, it came to a point that he was trying to show that who this guy really was. And he brings a pistol in there, and then he puts a gun toward him. You know, we talked about, you know, him having a, 
deadly wound, and he's, and he's raised up, but he was asking all the people. Now, understand, everybody else in that courtroom pretty well were, well, him, well, he wasn't, but uh, the lady, her name's Hannah, uh, she was a believer, but he asked, is any of you that worship this man and follow him and everything are willing to die for him? Willing to die for him. And I thought about it, and I watched, and I said, nobody would step up. Not one. And I thought, why not? Because to do something to die for somebody else, it takes love. And they had no love. They were They were selfish. They were all caught up in themselves. And then he brought up, there was one. And this is the ones that these Christians believe in, that he died. Well, it shut everybody up for sure. But I thought about that's how it is. He, oh, the other, oh, the, yes, Lord. The other thing the Lord showed is that they feared death. They had no peace. They 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 knew they didn't they knew that uh, they weren't ready to face death or, or eternity. He hadn't believed in it was all right then and now. But uh, the character Corbin played asked them, well, "What about when it ends here? What happened? Where are you going to do? What are you going to do then?" They didn't have answers or they didn't have peace because they weren't ready. Without Jesus, and they have taken the mark, so there was no hope for them. But anyway, it was interesting what God showed. Well, anyway, praise God! Uh, I'm just you know excited and, and rejoice that the Lord has given me this time to live and serve Him. And like I said, as uh, at the first year as our pastor passed and has graduated, that. Me and some other brothers and sisters have to step up and to keep going and pray that the church keeps going and we're doing what the Lord wants. So that is the kind of uh, the, the kind of responsibility God's given us. And uh, we know we can't do it without him. We honor and praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Let's go, Lord, in prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for this night. Thank you for who you are and who you are personally to me. I pray others out there can pray and bow their hair, I mean, bow their head and rejoice because they know you personally too. And they have peace and they have hope. They don't fear death because you're greater than death and that you have a bright eternal future for us and that you're coming soon. Father, we thank you for this time. And we pray for everybody here who serves at the Lord's hour. We pray for everybody that come here and listen, that they truly know you personally. Father, we pray that you'll watch over the airways and watch over the connections here at the Lord's hour.org and, or, I mean, the Lord's uh, blog talk radio slash lordshour.com. 
and Lord, all by phone and computers that they would operate. Protect us from the evil one, Lord. By the authority and power of your name and by the power of your shed blood, you're victorious. And let your light so shine, Lord, and that others will hear this message tonight that you've shown me. We give all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this first song, this first song, the, the scripture for it is, uh, the scripture for it is Revelation 19. And the caption for this scripture that I have here is fourfold hallelujah. Now, that's pretty good. And this is what the Word of God says, starting with verse 1. After these things, I heard something like a great and mighty shout of vast multitude in heaven explaining. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, not explaining, excuse me. It's, uh, well, worshiping, proclaiming. I don't know why explaining. Explain, no. Proclaiming. Or exclaiming. Proclaiming. Let me see what this foot, no, this, this is bugging me. I don't know how that is that word, right, or what? Oh, three woes ending chapter 18 are now followed by three heavenly praise. Okay, okay. Proclaiming, what was that? Pro- proclaiming. Hallelujah, salvation, glory, splendor and majesty and power, dominion and might belong to our God. Because his judgments are true and righteous. He has judged, convicted, and pronounced sentence on the great prostitute, idolatrous, who was corrupting and ruining and poisoning the earth with idolatry, idolatry and idolatry, and he has imposed a penalty for the blood of his bondservant on her. The second time they said, hallelujah, her smoke shall ascend forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures also fell down and worshiped God who sits on the throne saying, amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Then from the throne, there came a voice saying, come from the throne. As they're praising God, look what he says. Praise God. Praise our God. All you bondservants of his, you who fear him, the small and the great. Amen. That is our Savior. That is our King praising his Father. Isn't that awesome? All hell, King Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise his name. Amen, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Rejoice and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There was a moment when the lights went out 
When death had claimed its victory The king of love given up his life The darkest day in history They're on a cross made for sinners For every curse his blood atones Thank you, Lord. On one breath, it was sinning, but not the end we could have known. For the earth began to shake, and the veil was torn. Sacrifice was made. As the heavens roll, all hail King Jesus, all hail the Lord of heaven and earth, all hail King Jesus, all The world, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There was a moment when sky lit up, a flash of light breaking through. When all was lost, he crossed eternity. Amen. The king of life was on the move. Amen. There in the dark cold tomb where our Lord was laid. One miraculous breath. And wherever forever change. Amen. All hail King Jesus, all hail the Lord of heaven and earth, all hail King Jesus, all hail the Savior of the world, all hail King Jesus.
singing holy. Cry out holy. Singing holy. Savior, 
This is coming. Getting closer as each day goes by. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Man, all of creation, all of the earth, make a straight highway path for the Lord. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. Call back the sinner. Wake up the saints. Let every nation shout of your fame. Jesus is coming soon. Like a bride waiting for her groom will be a church ready for you. Every heart longing for our King we sing even so far Lord Jesus come even so come Lord Jesus come There will be just, all will be new, your name forever, faithful and true. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. Hallelujah. Like a bride waiting for her groom, we'll be at church ready for you. Every heart. Longing for our King, we sing, even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Glory. So we wait, we wait for you. God, we wait. You're coming soon. So we wait. We wait for you. God, we wait. You're coming soon. Like a bride. Waiting for her groom will be at church ready for you. Every heart longing for our King, we sing like a bride. Waiting for her groom will be at church ready for you. Every heart longing for our King. We sing, even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Hallelujah. Even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Even so come. Lord Jesus, amen, amen, amen. 
Praise God. That's what the Lord has for us. What he wants us to be praying about. Yes, pray for the lost. Show them the only hope. All our hope is in Jesus. That songs, that song says it very well. But for us as believers, you should be longing. Wanting something very much is what longing means. Our blessed hope, the day of redemption, the resurrection rapture, all that the Holy Spirit has put upon our hearts. And he wants his people, his created children ready, but especially you, sons and daughters of the Most High God. We're ready. We're ready in Jesus. Amen? All right. Well, as that is said, as that is said, this is the message the Lord has put on my heart, and he wants me to share it with you as a vessel and as he's called me to do this. Getting a little drink there. The message tonight is we all need him, our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Every one of God's created children needs Jesus if you want to live, if you want to live forever. If you want to live in a place called heaven and eternity, you need him. For us as believers, we need him to live the new life he's given in the power of the Holy Spirit. Just like he was the example of a man filled with the Spirit and trusted God completely. Thank God. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Grace, mercy, and love comes from our Heavenly Father through the Son of God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Amen. They're all involved. You see how it comes. And that's how it is. So reflecting this week and mainly today, as I was doing one of my lessons from God's word in Psalm, when I hear and see what David is saying and what is coming from his heart, anointed by the Holy Spirit for him, a king of Israel, it's just like all of us, that he has his ups and downs, that he faced the enemies from hell, and the people influenced and controlled by those wicked enemies. That with David and all of us, they want to hurt and bring pain and sickness and death. The things of the curse of sin and the fallen world and the world system, all that he's going through and all that we're going through in our life adds up to one eternal truth. And what I heard clearly, to seek out and know, We all, every one of us, living and breathing, need him, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? We need him now. We need him for all eternity. That is true. Honestly, you can't even live the life that our God and creator wants for us without him. We need him to be that we need him to be saved, set free, delivered, and healed. All these, the wills and the ways of our Father in heaven, amen? We've been trusting men way too long. They can't do what our God does. 
He's greater than the things of this world and the cause of sin and the curse of it. Everything that man does is like a band-aid compared to God. Truly is his son as a man and as God, too, empowered by the Holy Spirit. We We need him for all of this to happen in our lives, and without him, it will not happen. Not man's way, but God's way and power to overcome everything from sin to the curse of it. God has overcame for us. Amen. Rejoice that God is victorious over sin, the nature of it, and the curse of it. Praise God. When when men and women think they can do it their own selves, they're going to fail. Now, they may succeed according to the standards of this world. But as God sees it, as God sees it, just worthless. Just worthless. All compared to his son, Jesus Christ, who he is and what he did? It is. The Lord said it was nothing. Anything in the flesh is worthless. Anything in the natural realm is worthless compared to him. It truly is. Doesn't matter of so-called religious way, with all the works and traditions of men or fame and success in this world, in religion, in business, or in the government, none of it will last. It is all temporary. Just notice something about this word temporary, that of this kind of world, it has temp in it. Well, that is no coincidence. This is God's way of telling us, telling us all, we need his son, Jesus Christ, for something that really matters, something sure and eternal. And that's what you want. You don't want temporary life. You don't want that you're a vapor and you're gone, period. And God doesn't want you there. No, God doesn't want you. He wants you to have something that really matters, something sheer, something eternal, and it's through his son, Jesus Christ, to believe in him. So the other part of this, that we're all learning that we need him to watch over us and provide for us and deliver us and will rescue us very soon. You see, everyone, and everything of this world is failing. All things, as we know, it is failing. It's in chaos. Men do not have the answers for all the problems caused truthfully by sin and the curse of it. The other part is the ruler of this world in system, and his minions are bringing these kind of problems to food, to jobs, to health, to family, to freedom, to war, to phantom, to heartache, to pain, sickness, and death. The elite of this world being deceived because of their arrogant pride are believing the lie. Believing the lie. That there is so, there is too many people. And we need to reduce them. Exterminate them. 
like they don't even matter because that's the kind of nature and heart of the flesh. It's more focused on death. It's more focused on control, more focused on pride and arrogance. It doesn't care about people. It doesn't show mercy and grace and love. Only God can do that. The only people that are changed by God can truly do that. These last few years, they have started to accomplish this. Through the pandemic, through the snake bite that will make many sick and even die because it is destroying the immune system that God gave us all. Of course, all this is prophesied in the word of God, and it comes down to you need someone who's greater than all of all we have been facing. Amen. We all need him, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's look. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 through 20. Glory to God by God's word. And my God will supply Um, Excuse me, my God will liberally supply, fill and fill full, your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be the glory forever and amen that he has done this. Amen. The key verse that everyone needs to hear and know with your faith in Christ and born again by the Holy Spirit, our Father in heaven will liberally Supply, fill until full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Remember, our needs, not our wants. That is where we get into temptation and sin. Amen? But everything we will, uh, but everything we will need, God will provide. The problem has been many of us try to do it ourselves, or trust men, or religion, or government, instead of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see this word here? The storehouses of heaven are available for our, for our God to provide everything we need, but more than all that, we need him personally that we know him, and talk with him, and have a relationship with him, to trust him, love him, because he loves all of us, despite ourselves, despite ourselves, ourselves, as we want our way, or have trusted man and this world way too long. We are seeing and knowing how much we really need him, Jesus Christ. Amen? So we will study and learn from God's word how much we truly need him. Without him, really, we are nothing. No life, no hope, no real purpose, nothing. What our God and Savior wants for us. Amen? So the definition of need. Listen to this. A requirement necessary to have need of, require. 
that this is needed. It's required. This is who he is to us, and we clearly need him if we truly want salvation and eternal life, because without him, there is none. Just death, period. Amen. God have mercy. Now, by God's mighty word of truth, 1 Samuel 2, verse 8. He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts up the needy from the ash heap to make them set with nobles and inherit a seat of honor and glory for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he set the land on them. This was all of us, the needy, needing him for salvation and the life he gives is eternal life. That not only that, but he does set us in heavenly places with him, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's look. Rejoice in the truth of this word. Ephesians 2, 5 through 6. But God, when you see but God, that is saying he loves us, he intervenes. But God, being so very rich in mercy because of his great and wonderful love, with which he loved who? Us. You and me, brothers and sisters, truly all his created children. Even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of what? Our sin. See? If you're sinful and your sin's not under the blood and you believe in Jesus, you're separated from God forever. That's terrible. You don't want to be there. He made us spiritually alive, made us spiritually alive together with Christ. Hallelujah. For by his grace, his undeserved favor and mercy that God gives us, you have been saved from what? You have been saved from God's judgment. So if anybody tells you, as you are a born-again believer, you will never face God's judgment because Christ took it for you at the cross. And he raises up together with him when we believe and seated us with him in heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. Look where you are now and where you came from. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely humbling. And the place that you could come from, as it says, the poor. What did it say? The poor and the needy, the ones hurting, the ones that are afflicted, the ones in depression, ones that feel lost, lonely, fearful, the ones that have been beat up by this world and the devil. He takes you from that and he makes you royalty. He makes you part of the family. He puts you in the place like Christ. But all glory to the Lord, of course. 
and that we'd be humble servants as he was in when he was on earth. And then follow his example. But look where we are now. That's why you should have peace. That's why you understand that his love casts out fear. It's perfect love. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but of love, a power, and a sound mind. You as a believer, you can know that. And you do know it. But people are not believers. They're scared. They're scared about all that's going on. This world falling apart, what they thought was the answer and they're hanging on to. And they're worried and concerned about their future. Because you don't know it without Christ. You don't know it without studying God's word. And you want the one that God has for you. You don't want the one he has for the devil and the fallen angels. But that's where you'll be if you do not make your choice and decision with your free will that God gave you for Jesus Christ. So these are urgent and desperate times. As we live and breathe, we're one breath from eternity. We saw that happen. And you better be ready. Do you see and know how much we needed him? Where we were spiritually dead and separated from him? The one who loved us so much that he created us and gave us life and breath. But even more than that, he came to save us and bring us from ash and death and gave us new life. Amen? No one else can do that. No man, no president, no king, no priest, no pope, no rabbi, no imam, none of them. Only Christ, no created being, no angel. Not Lucifer, the fallen angels, nobody. And they wouldn't anyway, because they don't have love for you like God does. And he was the only one. He was unique of his kind. Oh, yes, very clear. We need him for all of this, and we need him now as we live and breathe. Amen? Praise God. That's good, encouraging word there. Let's move on. Second Chronicles 20, verse 3. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set himself determinedly as his vital need to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judea. Let us learn from the king, this king of Israel. When he was afraid and didn't have answers or a way to overcome what he faced, he saw and knew this vital need to the Lord. Boy, that would be something that our leaders would learn that. This would be a different world. But they've been so misled and deceived and followed the fallen one as he gives them false promises and false hope. He says one thing and he does others because that's who he is. He's the father of lies. When he speaks, he lies. That's what Jesus said. They would fall down and pray like Abraham Lincoln did during one of the most most darkest times in this country. 
and pray that God would intervene. And he brought it to an end. And he brought that terrible thing called slavery to the end. Praise God. Not ourselves, not government, not religion, not man and his ways, but seek the Lord Jesus as a vital need. It is very vital. Very vital. You know what they call them? You know, vital signs? Yeah. About living. Our Pastor Vic, who has gone home to the Lord at the end of this year, at the end of last year, 2023, he graduated. But when he was here, he did teach us all something very wise and good. At our church here in Dublin, Texas, Calvary Fellowship, is to fast at the start of the new year for 21 days. A funny thing, this year, it ends on my spiritual birthday. This Friday, I have walked and known the Lord Jesus as my personal Savior and King for 44 years now. I am very thankful and grateful. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But like King Jehoshaphat, who called a fast for a nation, our pastor would call a fast for our church each year to hear what the Lord Jesus is saying to us, a time to reflect and hear him clearly. The other thing we learn is we need him more than anything of this world. Amen? Psalm 12, verse 5. Because of the devastation of the afflicted, because of the groaning of the needy, now I will arise, says the Lord. I will place him in the safety for which he belongs, that he longs. Brothers and sisters, he hears our cries. He knows our hearts. As long we long for him to be to places in safety in his presence here in all eternity. Amen. The Lord Jesus is saying to us now, I will arise, says the Lord. I know how much you need me now as you long for me to be with to be with me now and for all eternity. Amen. Jesus is coming. This goes with the promise and the blessed hope in Titus for us born-again believers. Let's look. Oh, hallelujah. 11, 14. Excuse me, 11 through 14. Titus chapter 2, 11 through 14. Let me get a drink. <clears throat> for the remarkable undeserved <clears throat> grace of God that brings salvation has, brought, has appeared to all men. It teaches us to reject ungodliness and worldly immoral desires and to live sensible, upright, godly lives. That's what grace teaches us. Not a license to sin. People don't know the heart of God. They don't know his character nature that say those kind of things. Because I would ask, are you really born again? To live sensibly upright and godly lives. 
What does that mean? Life with a purpose that reflects spiritual maturity in this present age. This present age, the grace time, yes, but the other thing, this present age of darkness. Awaiting, awaiting, and confidently expecting. That's what we should be doing. You should be on the edge of your seats looking for the Lord. The fulfillment of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. That's what you should be wanting. Why do you want to hang on to this lost, dying world? I know we have family. I know we have friends and loved ones and all, but wanting to be with Jesus, don't you want that more? And you're praying for them that they come to Christ and they're going home with us? Wanting to be there with our families, our brothers, sisters in Christ, and all the redeemed. Wanting to be there with our Savior and our Father and all that God has for us. Yes, we're here. We're here to serve him and be here until he's ready for us to move up. And that could be that he brings, when all of us are going, or it could be like, our pastor Vic, and he graduated. Absent from the body is the presence of the Lord. To live as Christ and to die as gain, because you're going into your eternal, eternal part of the life. Hallelujah. We already have it. Eternity, eternal, eternity's in it. There is a move up. <laughs> There's a move up, and that we all will be part of the day of redemption, the blessed hope here. Now, why? Why is he able to do this? And why has God put him there? Because he did this. Who willingly gave himself to be crucified on our behalf. On our behalf. That's love. To redeem us and purchase our freedom from all wickedness. Hallelujah. Redeem us and purchase us. The price had to be paid to take care of our sins and sin debt. Redeemed, that's what has to happen. The remission of sin is by shedding of innocent blood. When he, cru- when he was crucified, that, that took care of it pretty good. And it takes care of the judgment from God for that sin. Purchase our freedom from all wickedness and to purify for himself a chosen and very special people to be his own possession. Hallelujah. As you know that you are special to God, you're special because you humbled yourself and believed in his son. So you're very special to God. You become part of the family who are enthusiastic for doing what is good. Amen. That's part of our nature now. Awaiting and confidently expecting the fulfillment of our blessed hope. Amen. Waiting and confidently expecting the fulfillment of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. Amen. We're going to need him on that day for sure. We need him for this for sure. He is the only one 
who will fulfill this hope and promise to us his true sons and daughters. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 16.5 says, The Lord is the portion of my inheritance. Oh, yeah. My cup. He is all I need. You support my lot or my life is what that means. Everything about you. You, your family, what you own, and everything. Amen? He is all we truly need. Amen? I mean, it really matters <laughs> to go out of this world and about our inheritance in him. Let's look. Let's look and see what our inheritance in him and get excited. Be encouraged, brothers and sisters. Romans 8, 16 through 17, as this word was revealed to the Apostle Paul by the mighty Holy Spirit to us, as it was for Rome in those days and to us as we live now. That's how powerful God's word is. Over the ages, over the decades and centuries, hallelujah. The Spirit himself and conferred together with our spirit. Isn't that awesome? Confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we believers are children of God. He, being in us, the spirit of God, proves that we are believers and are children of God. Rejoice. Rejoice, all who believe and trust in Jesus and born again by the spirit. And if we are his children then we are his heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Now, a lot of, you know, the heirs, uh, you know, inheritance comes when someone passes, but God is going to be a living inheritance because he lives. He died, but he came back to life by that same spirit that lives in us sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance. Amen. If indeed we share in his suffering, so that we may also share in his glory, and we are, as we are believers in these bodies. That's part of it. The other part is standing for Christ and being ridiculed or mocked or scoffed or beaten or put in prison or even killed. That's part of what our life is. And we have to go through just like the Savior did. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Our greatest need is him, our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God he is. It's becoming more clear. In the days we live, in this time that we've been in fast, the Lord has shown us we are to be humble. We have to understand he's with us and never leave us or forsake us. And that we need him. And we depend upon him. Psalm 22, verse 26 says, The afflicted will eat and be satisfied. Those who diligently seek him and require him as their greatest need. How much we need him? As their greatest need. We need him very much. We'll praise the Lord. May your heart live forever. 
And you could say your hearts live forever because when God does something, it's not made or temporary. It is eternal. But he's speaking that out so the people will make their decision for him like all of us have to. When you know him and know he is your greatest need for this life and the life to come through him, then your hearts will live forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 27, verse 8. And this jumped out at me to share at our prayer ministry, inspired by our pastor. As he taught us about fasting, he taught us how important prayer is. And his saying has become the name of our prayer ministry, let's pray about it. When somebody had a need or someone is hurting, someone doesn't have answers, someone feeling discouraged, he would always put a hand on their shoulder and say, let's pray about it. I don't know what that was, but it's okay. When you said, and this is, I would believe, I believe David, King David, and he's saying, when you said, when he said, Lord, when you said, seek my faith in prayer, require my presence as your greatest need. And then here's the response. My heart said to you, your faith, O Lord, I will seek on the authority of your word, because he spoke it. Now you apply it to your life as it's revealed. Isn't that powerful? Yes, this is how we can only do it. Not in arrogance or self-righteous pride, but coming very needy and humble to pray and seek his faith in the authority of his name and his words are glorious King and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Psalm 40, verse 17. Even though I'm afflicted and needy, still the Lord takes thought and is mindful of me. You are my help and my rescuer. Oh, my God, do not delay. Well, he won't. He'll come on his he'll come in his perfect way in time. And he does when we're facing things here. He knows us well as being afflicted and needy, as we still live in this corrupt these corruptible bodies, longing for our new resurrected and glorified bodies. Who's ready for that? Raise your hands, everybody now. <laughs> everybody who's believers. This is part of our sufferings in Christ in this fallen world in dealing with this old flesh daily. Our God and our Savior Jesus Christ knows all this, and he faced it for himself so he would know us and show us how we need him and depend upon him because he has overcome it all. Amen. Let's trust and believe him. Amen. Interesting. In many of these songs, seems like the Holy Spirit is showing what is in our heart about that, Lord Jesus, you are our help now and our rescuer as we all pray and agree we need you and pray, oh, my God, do not delay. In Jesus' name, amen. Even so, come. 
quickly, Lord Jesus. Psalm 82, 4. Rescue the weak and needy. Rescue them from the hand of the wicked. Brothers and sisters, he has rescued us from the wicked one, and soon he will rescue us from this wicked of this world because he knows we need him and long to be with him in heaven. Amen? Hallelujah. Psalm 105, verse 3. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek and require the Lord as their most essential need rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 116.1 says, Thanksgiving for rescue from death. Oh, hallelujah to that. I love the Lord because he hears and continues to hear my voice in my supplications. What are supplications? My pleas, my cries, my specific needs. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. He truly knows each and every one of us very well. Amen. Psalm 119.94 says, I am yours. Save me as your own. For I have diligently sought your precepts and required them as my greatest need. Oh, we should be. In the days we live in, oh, yes. You don't want to trust men and what they say. You want to see what God's saying as the Holy Spirit reveal his word. Your precepts, your living word has required them as our greatest need. Amen? Remember, brothers and sisters, who is the living word of God? Who is the living word of God? The son of the living God. The word Jesus Christ became flesh, and he lived among us and knows us. And now his word, who is and what he did, is alive in us. So, yes, very vital need for all of God's created children, because without him, you will surely perish and die. God have mercy. Amen. Proverbs 10, verse 3 says, The Lord will not allow the righteous to hunger. God will meet all his needs, the righteous, the ones who believe and trust him, the ones who believe in his son, and he shows you blessing and favor. But those who reject him and disregard God, look what happens. Look what happens. But he will reject and cast away the craving of the wicked. Because they're just not looking at needs. They're looking for wants to be filled. The truth of God's word is greater than all the fear and the news of food supply being destroyed or processing plants being burned up. But God will not allow you, the righteous in Christ, to hunger physically or spiritually either. That's his promise. That's his truth. Amen? But the people of this world without Christ, your greatest need over food, water, or even clothes and shelter, hear this good. But he will reject and cast away the craving of the wicked. 
for the things of this world. You will starve physically and spiritually without the greatest need. You need the Son of God, Jesus Christ. God have mercy, but amen. But that is truth. That is truth. Isaiah 9, verse 13. Yet the people did not turn back in repentance to him who struck them, nor to they that seek the Lord of hosts as their most essential. That was not a good choice. And that's what our leaders did too after 9-11, the same thing. The same thing. They didn't call for repentance in this country. They say, oh, we'll build it back. They said the same things that the rebellious leaders of Israel and the people of Israel were doing in this time of Isaiah. This happened in Israel's history and day, and it's happening to our day. It's happening in our day, too. From the churches to the White House and other government leaders, they do not turn back in repentance to him, nor do they seek the Lord of hosts, the king of all kings, at their most essential need. They will lead, this will lead to every nation and country to be struck down by him. God have mercy, amen. Let me fix this. Amen. This is true. Matthew 9, verse 13. Go and learn what the scripture means. I desire compassion for those in distress and not animal sacrifice. For I did not come to call to repentance the self-proclaimed righteous. That means they're saying they're righteous in their own self? Or the righteous in their religion? Mm-mm. Who see no need to change. That's not a good place to be now. But sinners, that you recognize your place. And that's what it says. Who Those who recognize their sin and actively, actively seek forgiveness. There's those action words, actively. Faith. Action words. I did not come to call to repentance, to self-proclaim righteous who see no need to change. This is man's way to God and salvation. This is Satan's way to God and salvation. But when you come this way, you will surely perish and die. God have mercy. You have to know you have to have an eternal need. And those who recognize their sin and actually seek forgiveness, knowing we need him to be forgiven and saved, then you will know what real repentance is. It is not about us, how we live or think, but we know we need of him, Jesus Christ, but none of us are perfect and do not meet God's standards in ourselves, but him who need who uh, who we need so vitally amen john 2 verse 25 and he did not need anyone to testify concerning man 
and human nature. For he himself knew what was in man, in their hearts, in the very core of their being. He knows us from the inside out, brothers and sisters. He knows how very much we need him for this life and life he gives us. Amen? John 4, verse 25. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming. He is who is called Christ, the anointed. When that one comes, he will tell us everything we need to know. Again, he will tell us everything we need to know. Not what man knows. Or how is that working out for us these days? But he, Jesus Christ, will tell us everything we need to know through the Holy Spirit. Amen? John 16, verse 8. And he, when he comes, will convict the world about the guilt of sin and the need for a Savior, that's to the lost, and then about to us, about righteousness, how we are to live the new life in the righteous way. And about judgment, judgment on the devil and all of hell. And understand about judgment, if you do not believe and trust in the Savior, this is what you'll face. So the cool thing about this is when he, the Holy Spirit, comes, he will tell us and remind us, And every day we all need, I mean, remind us, each and every day we all need him. Most important, our need for a Savior. Then as we live and breathe and serve him, Jesus Christ, amen? Hallelujah. I like this caption for this word. Let me get a drink. Our victory in Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Romans 8, verse 26. Look at there. The same, well, not not the month, but the day. Mine's January 26th. That's the day. But 26, there it is. In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer and how to offer it as we should. But the the Spirit himself knows our need, and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Spirit who intercedes and knows our need, and at the right time. Amen. So with knowing this, as the times and seasons we long for and look for our God, and Savior Jesus Christ to come and take us home, I know when he is going to do this. A new, most powerful revelation from the Holy Spirit. You ready? Are you excited? He knows our need. And at the right time, our glorious Savior and King will come for us. Amen? Gotcha. 
gotcha. As many out there have been saying what they or they think, you know, they're saying, they're just longing. A lot of them are just longing and want to be with the Lord. But it will be God's perfect way in time. And we do have the Holy Spirit who can, who will reveal the future to us, and he has. And he's shown us the prophetic things that are happening through the word and what we see going on and what the truth of the word says. But that was just a little bit of a little laughter and, you know, being silly. But it, it sort of said, you know, because the Holy Spirit, he knows our need, and at the right time, our glorious Savior and King will come for us. Amen? Gotcha. Second Corinthians 9, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing, come in abundance to you. Isn't that awesome? You believers, you the servants of the Lord, you the vessels of God, you the sons and daughters of God, so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him, being completely self-sufficient in him, not ourselves. You'll fail. We fail. We've got to be self-sufficient in him and have abundance for every good work and act of charity. Oh, yes, brothers and sisters, know this truth, not by what you see or hear, but by faith, as we know and been taught by the Holy Spirit that our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, through him, every favor and earthly blessing comes in abundance to you regardless of the need. Amen. What we have to do and is required is to believe, have faith, and trust in him. Amen. That's very clear. Very clear by God's word and another great encouraging word here. This one scripture, so powerful, huh? Ephesians 4, verse 29. This should be part of who you are. Do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth. But only such speak as good for the building up of others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak. Amen. As needed. The godly character in us empowered by the Holy Spirit. Amen. First Thessalonians 5, 1. Now as the time and date, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. In that energy, I've heard times and seasons, but yeah, date, that's, that really puts it in perspective, doesn't it? We know the time we are living in, and we have no need for anything else to be written or shared because Christ, through the Holy Spirit, we know and are not caught off guard if you're truly a born-again believer in Christ. That's the key. Amen? First Timothy 1, verse 12. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has granted me the needed 
strength and may be able for this. I can see the, say the same thing. Because he considered me faithful and trustworthy, putting me into service for this ministry. What about you? What about me? All of us. All of us should be available to serve the Lord and live for him, for he lived and died for us and rose again, praise God. What should we be doing? We do thank you. We do thank. We do give thanks. We do give thanks, Lord Jesus Christ, our God and Savior, that he gives us now the needed strength and has made us able to press on and serve him until he comes. Amen. The needed strength. Hebrews 4, 4, verse 16. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace. Isn't that amazing? As it was talking about that, that we approach the throne of grace. With privilege, approach the throne of grace. That is, the throne of God's gracious, gracious favor. Wow. With confidence and without fear. Mm. So that we may receive mercy for our failures. Thank God for that, right? And find his amazing grace to help in time of need. And it, and it, it does. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Remember, you're joint heirs with Christ. You're seated in heavenly places. He represents us. In this time now of great need, the need of him, our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, the privilege to approach the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. That's powerful, isn't it? Hebrews 10, verse 36. Hebrews 10, verse 36. For, for you for you have need of patient endurance to bear up under difficult circumstances without compromising. So that when you have carried out the will of God, you may receive and enjoy to the full what is promised. There it is. As long as, you know, the Lord has us there and carry out the will of God. His will that all people would come to repentance and not perish. That we are the vessels to share the good news of the gospel of grace through Jesus Christ. The good news that the Savior's coming. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you reconciled? That's what he's called us to do. And then when you're finished, you may receive and enjoy to the full what God has promised. And there's much that God has promised. As he's been preparing for over 2,000 years, it's beyond your dreams and thoughts of what you could ever think of. For we have need of patient endurance. So where does that come from? Mm. 
from the mighty Holy Spirit as part of the nature and character of God given to us who need it very much for such a time as this. Amen? Oh, yes, we need it. We need him. So praise God. By the guidance of the teaching of the Holy Spirit, we know, I mean, we now know for sure that Jesus Christ, our God and Savior, we need, I mean, we all vitally need him to live this life indefinitely for salvation and eternal life. The exciting truth, he knows us. And he knows how truly needy we are. How much we know now. How much we need him to protect us, deliver us, and provide for us. He has made a way to meet everyone's most vital need, salvation, and eternal life. Let me say that again. He has made a way to meet everyone's most vital need, salvation, and eternal life. By him experiencing being a man in need and trusting his Father in heaven. Now, through him, as born-again believer, he supplies all our needs through his Son, Jesus Christ. Not man's way, but God's way. Amen? I finish this amazing truth for such a time as this, with these three portions of Scripture, glory to God. Thank you, Lord, that how much you're showing us in such a time as this. 1 Corinthians 15:58. This is the kind of attitude and heart we need in the times we're living. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed, being continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion, in the Lord is not futile nor wasted. It is never without purpose. Hallelujah. This is what we need to understand. For the time we live, and as bond servants of the Lord Jesus, let us all know, many, uh, let all No, let us all know many other people need to hear and know how much they also need him. Let us all always doing our best and doing more than is needed in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Now, a urgent warning for all for such a time as this, as anyone does not think that our God and Savior is an eternal, vital need for your life, take heed to this word. 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 11 to 13. Because of this, God will send upon them a misleading influence and an activity of error and deception, so that they will believe a believe the lie, not just a lie, the lie, in order that all may be judged 
and condemned who did not believe the truth about their sin and the need for salvation through Christ, but instead took pleasure in unrighteousness. Very sobering and true. I pray you will know you need the Savior because you must be saved by believing and trusting in him, born again by the Holy Spirit, your greatest need for eternal life. Amen? Finish with this truth and promise to all of us, to all of us, know that we need him, our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hebrews 13, verse 6. So we take comfort and are encouraged and constantly say, the Lord is my helper in the time of need. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? For such a time as this, as this when what man tries to do to us, or even what the enemy tries to do to us, that we know the Lord is my helper, now and for eternity, amen, forever. Hallelujah. Everything about the Lord, what motivates him? A love that isn't that awesome? I love that remains. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Gave me your ring, 
and call me by name. You celebrate. Hallelujah. When I was in me, you sought after me. When I turned away, your love never changed. You paid off my debt, gave me your rest on my weary feet. Prepared a feast. Take me a seat, brought out the best for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Open door, open door. You say I'm not too far. You have open door and open door. You say. Always come running after 
love he has for us. He always keeps he keeps running after us. We try to run from him or get in mess, try to do it ourselves. He shows us the way. He'll never leave us forsake us. Oh yes we need him. We need him very vitally. Amen. Because one thing about our God, he's faithful. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Grounded on every side, I can't see the light of day, but I am persuaded beyond our hope, you won't slow go of me. I stake my claim, every word you say, you will not delay. I will sing through fire and thunder, because you're on my side. I will trust you with my life, and I know my story isn't over, even against all odds. You are faithful, God. You're faithful, God. The darkest of others, though I can't see, I still believe you're good. So moving forward, through the crashing waves, I know I'm safe with you. You hold my life, you hear my cry, with every breath inside. I will sing through fire and thunder, because you are on my side. I will trust you with my life. I know my story isn't over, even against all odds, for you are faithful, God. 
eternal life. Let us pray and make room for our Savior, Jesus Christ, by the mighty Holy Spirit. Amen. Make room. Don't let the things of this world get in the way or our flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. This is so powerful song. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We take heed what you're saying to us, Lord, in this in these days, in this time. Who we are and who you are to us. Here is where I lay it down, every burden, every crown. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. Every lie and every doubt. This is my surrender. And I will make room for you. Yes, To do whatever you want to. To do ever what you want to. And I will make room for you. To do ever what you want to. To do ever what you want to. Here is where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. Every lie and every doubt. This is my surrender. My surrender. 
This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. You are all I'm chasing now. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I need you more, Lord Jesus. We need you more. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ever before I need you, Lord. 
I need you, Lord. Give you all the highest praise. We give you 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 the highest praise. Amen. We give you the highest praise. 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 Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Give you the highest praise, Lord. Amen. More than the air I breathe, more than the song I sing, more than anything, I need you more. More than the air I breathe, more than any song I could ever sing. Oh, so much more than anything. I need you more. Hungry. Amen, Lord. Amen, Lord. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He's saying, what are you doing? I just want to be with you tonight. Just want to be in your presence tonight. Oh, Jesus, I need you more. So much in anything. So much more than everything. You're all I want. You're all I want. Tell him tonight. Tell him tonight. Sing out your words and let your song sing. All I want, God. You're all I want, God. You're all that I want, God. I need you more. More than the air I breathe. More than the songs I sing. More than anything, I need you more. More than the air I breathe. More than the songs I sing. More than anything, I need you more. More than the air I breathe. More than the songs I sing. More than anything, I need you more. 
in the air I breathe, more than the song I sing, more than anything, I need you more. Present is life to me, man. This is life to me. It's the air that I breathe. I need you more every day. Today, God. Today, God. Need you more. Your presence every day. Every day, God. Hallelujah. I need you more than the air I breathe, more than the song I sing, more than anything. I need you more. Amen. He really is. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Another wonderful night, brothers and sisters. We can come be with the Lord and uh, pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. And the prayer needs. Mm. Hallelujah. Let me continue to pray for Brother Andrew. Let me turn this down. Let me continue to pray for Brother Andrew and for healing of his hip. Amen. That we can pray for my pastor's wife and his girls, I mean, and her daughters. For Michelle, God's grace, peace, favor, rest, and sleep. She hasn't been sleeping much on this time of her grieving. And she looks tired and she needs rest. We continue to pray for our sisters, uh, Sister Cindy, uh, Brother Ron, for healing and life. We continue to pray for Shannon, as Sister Jeanette uh, informed me and told me what went on. And it was like people of the world making it worse than what was going on and could jeopardize what needs to happen to keep Shannon and Logan safe. That I told sis that we're praying and I'm praying and I, I told her that we're praying that the Lord would change the judge's heart like he did Pharaoh's in the Exodus. And we're praying that uh, the Lord helps Sishtonette Find a good lawyer, a godly lawyer, I would pray, or a a righteous lawyer to be there for Shannon. And that the Lord will intervene and show God's justice and favor will happen. Amen? We're praying for a young man named Avery for the help, for uh, for the Lord Jesus to help him, protect him and guide him as he 
has come back to Jesus and rededicated his life. Amen. We're praying for Tim and Sandra and for her daughters for favor and peace, for guidance and wisdom, and helping in all that's going on and to help him to be able to come out of that place he's at in the name of Jesus. We're praying for Jade and Cyprus for faith and pray against unbelief, the spirit of unbelief in Jesus' name, amen. We're praying for Mike to overcome addictions and grow in the Lord, amen. We're praying for Cindy's daughter in California that she'd be healed of Bell palsy in the name of Jesus. We pray for Judy Guerrero, broken relationship and family. And then we pray for Blank Torres, praying for his son Dylan that needs healing that he as far lives out there in California and is, I think his father lives here or somewhere they're, they're separate, but he wants prayer for his son Dylan to be healed. I ask you for your prayers for this Sunday as we come out of the fast and to share what God has shared with us about our guidance and the future of our church here in Dublin. And he gives us guidance and discernment of the Holy Spirit as we make these decisions. And is what God has uh, shown us and that we'll be sharing after we're going to have potluck after this fast. Amen. So, let's go to the Lord in prayer. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Father, we thank you and praise you. Lord, we pray and for each of these prayer requests that you hear us. How much we need you and how much we need the Holy Spirit as so vital that he intercedes for us when we do not know how to pray. We're very grateful, Lord, you hear our prayers. Father, we continue to pray for Brother Andrew for healing in the name of Jesus and to take away the pain and lift him up and strengthen him. Father, we pray for our brother, and I hope he's all right, and my sister Connie that usually come. And tonight they're not here, but I pray for the best, and I hope they're all right. Lord, we pray for Michelle, and we still pray for her daughters. And we pray, Lord, that you would show her grace and peace and comfort her with your love, favor. Lord, help her rest and be able to sleep and know that she is loved. Father, we continue to pray for Ron. We've heard some good news, but we're praying for total healing and to lift him up in life, in Jesus' name. Lord, we continue to pray for Shannon. We pray for Logan to be watched over and protected. And Lord, that you have the final word and that as as you change the heart of Pharaoh, that you'll change the heart of this judge in favor of your children to be protected. Lord, we pray the best thing for Richard is come to know you. Humble himself and know that he needs you and that he would become a good man 
and not a sinful man. We pray for your justice, Lord, and favor. We pray that you help Sis Jeanette find a good lawyer. And Lord, help Shannon as if she when the next time they have more court stuff. Lord, we thank you for Avery. We pray, thank you for this young man coming to our church last week and asked for prayer. Lord, that you will help him. Father, that you will help him with the Holy Spirit in his life and to give him protection and guidance and a hunger for your word in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for Tim and Sandra and for their daughters. We pray for favor and peace and that you would bring him home and they could be back together as family. But they're there and concerned about each other and praying for each other and know that you have this, Lord. But you will make a way and show favor to him from the judge too, Lord, in the name of Jesus and be able to be released and come home. Lord, we pray for Jade and Cyprus. We pray for faith that's greater than unbelief. And we pray against the spirit of unbelief in the name of Jesus. And we pray that faith would arise. We pray that they would see God's word and they would study and know they need you as most vital. Lord, we pray for might. And Lord, we pray that you're intervening and he'll overcome. And Lord, that he will grow in you by that you'll give him a hunger for your word. In Jesus' name. Father, we pray for Cindy's daughter in California. And we pray against his bell palsy. And we pray for healing. We pray for comfort and strength and to lift her up and heal her in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for Judy Guerrero. And talking about a broken relationship and family, Lord, you have brought the ministry and the spirit of reconciliation. I pray you would let that flow and touch this lady's life and the people involved in the name of Jesus and help her, comfort her, and give her peace and know that she has a relationship with you And these others need to know they need a relationship with you and that you would mend and reconcile this family in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for Blake Torres and he asks for prayer for his son, Dylan. We pray for healing in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, I pray he knows you. If he doesn't, I pray he'll come to know you and know that you healed him because you love him and that you want him to see who you are in his life. And we're very grateful, Lord, as we pray for all these prayer requests that we need you for such a time as this, as all that who you are and what you've been showing each and every one of us, and that we're learning and we're growing. And for such a time as this, we need you to live this life we have now and for the life that's coming, and praise God, we need you, the one to take us home. Hallelujah. We're very grateful for this night, Lord. And I thank God for each one. Everyone that's listened by phone and in the chat room and by Skype and Facebook. 
that we all know we need you, Lord Jesus. We all need him, our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the message tonight. I pray we've heard it. I pray we apply it humbly and an open heart to hear our Lord and know our place and trust him. Thank you, Father. We praise you for everything. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Amen. Now, as we finish up, something else the Lord has moved upon us and that we all need to know about our relationship with him. Don't stop praying. We need to be praying so much in the times we live and do it as God shows us. Understand he's greater than anything we face in this world. As believers, we've been called to pray. So as we finish up tonight, don't stop praying. Amen. That's right.
Amen. Amen. Don't stop praying. Don't stop calling on Jesus' name. I'm still pounding on heaven's door. Where I knees on the floor. Stop believing. Amen. Father, when the word you say, stop praying. Hallelujah. Don't stop praying. Amen. Don't stop praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, praise God. Thank God for each one of you tonight, especially y'all by phone. Thank you. Thank you for coming to the Lord's hour. We pray the blessing of the Lord upon you. We pray his face shine upon you and that you receive his peace and his shalom, that you receive his blessing and favor and anointing, that you can be the men and women God's called you to be, and that we are to serve him and how much we need him in our lives and everything about it. And thank God he is in our lives. And thank God that he is coming. Praise God. Y'all have a great day. Or excuse me, great evening. And y'all have a great weekend. We thank God for each one of you and say all glory to our soon coming King, Jesus Christ, and said shalom and good night. Shalom and good night, everybody. Bless each one. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.